Welcome to the Bridge Church Podcast. Our purpose statement at Bridge Church is to reach people where they are and help them grow. We hope today's message inspires you towards growth and we pray its life changes. We hope to see you soon. Praise God. Yeah. My kids said they were tired of me looking like Santa Claus, so they reduced my gray beard. And we have a skewed uh, opinion about my, my look right now. Um, <coughs> some, some people hate it. Some people like it. Some people are saying that if I'm in a midlife crisis, they're like, okay, maybe not so anti-shirts and get a hairpiece. I'm okay. I'm okay. I promise you. And I don't think I look that much different. There's a picture of me before. Do we have that picture of me before with uh, my gray hair? Do we have that picture of me with gray hair? We don't have the picture? It's not here. Operating instructions. Just look to Sonia. Okay, so we don't have the picture. Okay. See, I I don't think I look that much different. This is a picture of me now. This is a picture of me now. Get that picture of me now up. Is that coming? This is me now. So I don't think I don't think I look that much different. I don't know what you guys are talking about. All right. All right. I got some announcements to make. Uh, so a couple things we're gonna do. Uh, so I don't know how long we're gonna keep it. Praise God. Okay. team. I just want to give you a shout out. Thank you so much for what you're doing. Um, as you all know, <coughs> as you all know, these, uh, this is a temporary space that we're in, and so it's very much familiar to our, our lives to it. So uh, this, is, this was not the plan. This was, this was an adjustment to the plan, right? So um, our relocation team, let me just give you a quick update. We've seen a lot of different spaces and buildings that we've been trying to get in contact with. Um, We've seen some really cool spaces. The challenge that we have now is that there are some temporary spaces, but they're not better than what we have here because one of the great things we have here is a great relationship with our landlord. How many of y'all know a great relationship with a landlord makes a difference in New York City? Praise God. So we have a great relationship with our landlord, and so there are temporary spaces that we've seen, but we're just balancing that with, with is it better than what we currently have, right? So... That means that when we look for long-term spaces, long-term spaces mean that they're, they're probably going to have to do some kind of build-out, possibly take a little time. So, so we're just not sure how long we will be here, but we have seen some great places. I will try to give you all uh, a monthly update as to what, you know, if we've, if we've gone to see a place, where that place is, that kind of thing. So that you all know that, that as much as we love being in the South Side area, we don't, we don't think this is the best place uh, for us to be able to grow or to be able to expand the landlord or whatever it is. Um, so I'll keep you all updated. But in light of that, I want to make you aware of some uh, challenges and changes that we've had. When I got back from uh, sabbatical, uh, I was made aware that at 98 Fifth Ave, uh, they wanted to relaunch the streets. And so essentially relaunching our work. And I want to say that we have been there for nine years. 
the rent that we had when I when I first started smoking in nineteen seventy five is thirty days. Nine years ago, uh, they had reduced that to two hundred and ten for two years. So uh, they seem to be charging us so much more. But it, it's it's keeping that in mind that they are looking to um, essentially increase the rent while um, when we first got to Atlanta, um, those of you anybody remember the Atlantic season of our lives when we were over there? When we were over there <laughs> during seasons, we were there in, during the closing season. Um, but when we were in the Atlantic season, um, we were there, and they were doing jack-up numbers. So we, we just completely ran off the Philippine native and turned it into the, the, the scenario. And so uh, now that we're here, um, we're able to be here all day. Um, so we could be at 4 p.m. over here. We could be doing whatever we want. One of the challenges that we've seen, though, is a lot of our people have started traveling to northern areas. A lot of our leaders have started traveling to northern areas. And just not all people have started traveling, but one of the things that happens in any service is it's got to be people who say, this is my space, I'm going to create community here. So that's just been one of the challenges of keeping the service there. And the attendance has been lower during the summer. We know it will bounce back in the fall. But with that in mind, because of the increase in rent and the decrease in attendance and leadership, we've had to make a tough decision to essentially close and eliminate the five for all but four people. Yeah, and it's a, it's a really a grace that, you know, and, and that comes with a baptized there. I've seen a lot of people here that have been baptized there. And so uh, I remember walking by there one day, and they just opened up the door. So that space wasn't just a space. That was confirmation that we're going to be doing this for four years. So it's, it's hard to say no, but I think that this also gives us an opportunity to be able to get um, us all in one place. Let me just say this. One of the challenges that we've had is if you can give more than three or four years, you say to yourself, this is enough. Now, if you've been here for a few months, you're like, oh, this is cool. But you've got to realize that many of us don't know that yet. And one of the challenges that we've had with the two locations is they kind of set the boundary early. So we, we have not only looked at this, yes, we kind of believe we can make space, but we also look at this as an opportunity to be able to have more community and more unity and more success. Amen? So we'd love for you to all to participate in that. That means that um, next Sunday is our last Sunday. I don't know if you get that. We had already planned to have uh, to cancel 4 p.m. service on Thanksgiving Day. So we were like, well, we might as well say something tonight. We got to so we might as well do it now. So with that in mind, we will have two new services starting that Sunday that we have planned. <clears throat> we will have two services happening here, a 1030 a.m. service and a 12 p.m. service. That 12 p.m. service is for my 4 p.m. people. That's the best we could do. Praise God. That was the best we could do. We, we seen them. We love them. All right. There's a reason why you're going to church at 4 p.m. We get it. just simply can't. We need God's people to make some choices about what service they're going to go to. So here's, here's the deal. We need about 40 people 
because nobody's going to be able to tell you what you just did, right? Tempo. 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 Yeah, not ten. We, and you know what? It's so funny because we were like, tempo, power, tempo. They're like, okay, that sounds like it. <laughs> Isn't that funny? What do you mean? Seven. Uh, seven thirty. Told you. I didn't do that. <laughs> so it's ten thirty service. Okay. So we need people to come in. Yes, we need people to come in. But we need space for you. Text 1030 to 55444, all right? So the number, 55444, if you could text 1030 to 55444, uh, if you're feeling that unction now, okay, you can do that now. I have no problem with that. We need to call the power. <laughs> Are you asking a question? That's awesome. We haven't had this, we haven't had this happen, but yeah. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's do a little Q&A. So similar to what we did at the 10 a.m., uh, the 10.30 service will be our kids' service. We won't have a kids' service uh, at the 12 p.m. Um, people have asked why we don't have a 12 p.m., why we don't do kids' service here. And I think we just, simple answer is we just don't have a lot of kids there. We have three children, and we've got to make them come across TV. But currently, we just don't have enough kids that would, that would uh, merit us having will be at 10 30 uh 12 o'clock will be um regular service and hopefully at 4 p.m pizza if you have any questions about that please feel free to ask me or pastor josh about that something else we want to do and as i mentioned is is so that we can be unified something that we want to kind of do that we want to do on sunday is kind of give you some updates on what's happening in our community in terms of people praying for and people being healed and there are some that you would pray for them. If you would like to reach out to Paul or anything along those lines, we ask that you would come and talk with us this week uh, just so that we can give you some more information about some folks that we can talk with. Okay, so please talk. We ask that you would please pray for your leaders and your pastors. We also pray that uh, for our brother Dustin, Dustin that he's still fighting, but he's back in class over here. Uh, Dustin just recently lost his dad and so uh, we ask that you
Sometimes you get some wisdom that just comes right out of the blue. So if you've got your Bible, you can pray with me real quick as we get ready to pray. Father, we ask right now that you would teach us your word as we are a community in transition times. We are facing different seasons. We ask that the seasonal changes that are taking place in your new position, where you have us, We are dealing with the beginning of things, with the book of beginnings. The book of beginnings. Arguably, Genesis is easier to understand the word of God than it is Revelation or Jude. So in Genesis chapter 1, we see a relationship and the content of that relationship are described. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 Verses 1 through 3 reads this way. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness filled the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. God, in this book, is creating. And as God creates, his desire Genesis is saying you are not God, the fish aren't God, the sky aren't God. 
guess who's God? God is. God is God, and God created those things. And so there is a stark contrast to presuming that the earth just was, and we can now give it divinity, earthly and heavenly and nature and things and make human beings in the humanest image of God. And so we are surrounded by this teaching. But what we have to understand is, as we go through the book of Genesis, there may be moments that we talk about the Trinity. If you go through the book of Genesis, you know there'll be moments where we talk about history. But you have to realize this is not history. This is narrative. It is a story to put the relationship similar to when I bought my first set of clothes. Uh, we lived in Raleigh, North Carolina, and we had a, a room just for her. I still have it. It's upstairs. Discretionary room. You can just do stuff here. <laughs> no, we're just going to turn this room into something. Not here. We have discretionary corners. <laughs> but we had this room. We were like, we're going to turn this room into a nice room. So what happens is we go into the room, and we paint it. So that it can have this little cool girl look. And then you get a crib, right? You put the crib up. And then you get one of those little things that, that makes little sounds so she can coo. And then you put all these dolls in there so she can play with stuff. And then you put a little music thing on at night that's like, <laughs> got all these things. And then you put the lights up and all these things up in there so that it's cool. So that when she turns the lights off, it like lights up at night. And so you have all these things in there. But you have to understand that the crowning moment of that room is not the room. It's when you put the baby in the room. The crowning moment of creation. It's not when you sit there and God says, let's make a light. Let's make a fish. Crowning day. That was all to create a room for this child. It was all to build relationship with me. So with this in mind, that we are not going to spend all our time in Genesis 1 looking at all the creation, because I want to I want to hone in on really the, the crowning glory of creation, which is man. Which is let us make man. We have to understand that when he creates man and woman, something that happened before was that he was creating, and he says, there's stars and the expanse of the sky, and he's creating all these different wonderful things. But when God creates stars, creeping things, beasts, fish, God is coming from his imagination. And he makes man. 
Like when you are in shape, are you a 10? When you get a promotion, are you a 10? When the people know your name, are you a 10? When everything's working right in your family, are you a 10 then? Or when you're dismissed, looked over, disrespected, are you a 7 then? When your weight isn't working out, are you a 6 then? When that person you so wanted the affection and time and energy from, when they decide to ignore you or ghost you, are you a 4 then? This theology also asks us, what do we rate others? The book of James puts it this way in James 3, 9 and 10, talking about the way we talk. He says, speaking of our mouths, he says, with it we bless our Lord and our Father, meaning we give value to God, we praise God, we give hospitality to him. And with it we curse people who are made, listen, in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. And so what we naturally do when we look out into the world, we put facts and uh, we put numbers on people because we're putting a number on ourselves. We rate people. And it's a very personal dynamic of how we act and what we are. In a global space that has agents and these agents acting as these agents and taking on these numbers, how do we this concept, we actually have to look at how many yards and how many kilometers and how many satellites we are. And one of the things that they always say is do not try to negotiate your own contract because it becomes very personal. Because essentially what they're doing is they're giving you your contract. And what that person is doing, what that quarterback is doing when I'm looking at other quarterbacks and saying, well, this is what they're getting paid and I'm so much better than him. So I should be paid by the same amount. And so in the same way, they say, don't put yourself in a position to be rated financially because of what you do. That's one of the dangerous things when people say they're going to God to know their worth. I pray you don't go into a job and know your worth. That job can never tell you your worth. That job can never pay you what you're worth. It might be able to pay you via a resume, and they may not be paying attention to your resume, but you are not your resume, and no resume can ever tell you your value or your worth. Never let monetary value tell you who you are. You will either become proud or proud. And what we are called to do when we say people are made in the image of God, what we are called to do, therefore, is to see ourselves significant, valuable because of who made us, but also to give reverence and awe and significance to them because they were made in the image of God. And this image of God touches everyone in the world. decided we need to help people know this is the real us. And they give it a brief 
all of you for this past afternoon to verify and understand that you have a certain value to who you are. And you need to give some distinction to who you are versus that of Paul. And it's funny because there's been moments where I've been on a plane with somebody. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, what's your name? And they're like, oh, my name's Aaron. I'm like, no shit. <laughs> okay. human beings, we have to realize that we have been made to reflect before him. And God is looking down at the transit point and saying, a reflection of himself. He has made you like a canvas and you are capable of God's challenges. And so with the Holy Spirit inside of you, he has called you to have certain
gift comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. The Scripture tells us in 2 Corinthians that when you spend time beholding the face of God, like Moses, the glory of God begins to change you, change your countenance, and change the way that you see yourself, change your life, and you are transformed one day after another, becoming more like him. People see the glory of God in you. Your talk changes. Your ideas change. Your loud presence showers other people in love. We are canvases and we are mirrors. And as a mirror, right now, you are either God facing or God facing. You are looking to God saying, change me. Tell me I'm somebody. Or you're looking to a God to say, tell me I'm valuable. Tell me I'm worthwhile. You're either God facing or you facing. Tell me I'm somebody. Tell me I'm special. Tell me I have worth. Tell me I'm beautiful. You're either God facing or even family facing. You can be God facing or friend facing. But what he's saying is you can't guarantee who you'll be when you face someone else. But I can guarantee when you face God, you are changed. spend time with God, and now as a spouse, I can give God to my spouse. I spend time with God, and I spend time with him to the point where I can give God to my family, God to my friends, God to my neighbor. I give life to people. I'm a life-giving person. Because when you reflect him, when you are job-facing, family-facing, friend-facing, spouse-facing, Validating voice of God is like no other voice. 
validating voice of God speaks to your heart, who is this people that when you walk away, trust them, Jesus, they see that they are not going to be message was encouraging for you. We'd also love to hear how God used this message to speak to you. We hear from people all across the country about what God is doing through our podcast, and we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at info at bridgechurchnyc.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle for both of those social media outlets is at bridgechurchnyc. Our website is bridgechurchnyc.com. If you're in the New York City area, we have services at 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. on Sundays at 98 Fifth Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, right next to the Barclay Center. We are praying for you, and we hope to see you soon.